Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Y'all ready to hear the word? Thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. Tell your neighbor you're going to win. I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Tell your neighbor you already won. Good God Almighty, I feel like running just off that. Whoever is screaming, don't look at them like they're crazy. They believe what they just said. Can I see everybody that believe you already won? I don't care how crazy your situation looks. I don't care how impossible or hopeless it seems. I got a word for you this morning. And the word is you already You already won. So you have a right to praise him like a winner. You have a right to celebrate like a winner. You have a right to worship in the midst of the storm. Because you already won. Your end has already been determined. Don't you like watching movies with someone who hasn't seen the movie but you already saw it? (laughs) I love watching movies for the second time with somebody for the first time. Because I already know how it's going to end. So while they're cringing, and while the person is going through storms, or somebody might be getting beat down, or somebody might be, you know, tortured or something like that, or 007, let's say 007. He's being tortured by the enemy and the spies. And I'm sitting there like, he's going to break out them ropes, but you don't know it. It's okay. And she... Let's say my wife, she over here biting her nails like, oh my God, oh, they stabbing him, oh, they electrocuting him, oh my God, they cut off his finger. I'm like, yeah, he's going to bust out them ropes. There's a certain calm. I'm trying to help you. There's a certain peace that a person has in the midst of storms when they already know how it's going to end. This is why Jesus was asleep on the boat during the storm. Because he knew how it was going to end up. And I'm here to let you know the end of your situation is victory. I said the end of your situation is triumph. Thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. We talked about this Wednesday. I'm just going to go right in. Forgive me for not having a prepared, or not a prepared, an official lesson. But I'm just sharing where God is dealing with me in this season. Okay, I started last Sunday. I continue Wednesday. I just wanted one more Sunday. Then I'll come back with the lessons and the board and all that stuff. But this is what God is saying to Ty right now. If it blesses you, cool. If it doesn't, we got other podcasts where I I do teach. Well, I'm teaching today, but you know what I'm saying. So God says, I'm going to cause you to triumph. He always causes us to triumph. Causes us. God never forces you to win. But he invites you to win. He causes, the Bible says, he caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and Adam slept. I love, and Adam slept, because that means he went with the cause. God didn't force him to sleep, he just leaned on him a little bit. Ain't you tired, Adam? Been working all day in this field. Ain't you tired? He leaned on him. He, He caused him to sleep, and Adam agreed with the cause. Don't fight the cause. Go, 
if he's leaning on you to even separate yourself from certain things, I started too early. I'm sorry. You're going to win. Don't fight his lean because he's trying to cause you to triumph. But the winning way doesn't always seem like the winning way. The winning way sometimes seems like the boring way. This, the winning way seems like the, the punk way or the irrelevant way. You want to be relevant. You want to be, you know what I mean, stylish and swagged out like everybody. When God says, I'm causing you to triumph, there's a way to win. He's not just going to poof, I won. No, you have to go the winning way. Broad is the way that leads to losers. But straight and narrow is the way of winners. And we don't like to be in tight places like that. We don't like to bring it in. We like to live loose. We like to live free. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, where the spirit of the Lord is, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. You're not truly free unless you're in the spirit. Oh, quite quiet early. Never mistake fun for free. Just because you're having fun, you think you're free. No, no, no. Fun and free could be total opposites as it pertains to God's perspective. We, we were riding here today, uh, and, and the traffic was 70. You know what I mean? The, uh, the speed limit was 70. And I was going about 80, 81. Well, how fast was you going? You judging me. How fast did you go? <laughs> but the cars in front of me had to be going like 83, 85. Because they were in front of me, and I was kind of like, oh, they're going like, they have to be going 85. I'm not going to pass them, but that's kind of fast. We call that traffic flow. I need two people in the front to help me. You, you got me? Thank you. <laughs> So I feel like I'm cool because I'm doing the, the traffic flow. I can't get pulled over. Because I'm doing the traffic flow. Now all y'all laughing because y'all thought I got pulled over. I didn't. So sit down somewhere. But I was telling my wife, like, just because I'm doing the traffic flow, just because I'm doing the same speed as everyone else, just because I'm keeping up with people in other lanes, don't mean I'm not breaking the law. Y'all got quiet for some straight. There's a way that seems right to man. But tell your neighbor, careful, you can still get pulled over. Doing the same thing your homie's doing, you can get shut down. Doing the same thing your girl's doing, you can get shut down. Because you got a law. It ain't about the flow. It ain't about the traffic flow. It's about the law you got. Many of us in life are getting pulled over. Trying to keep up with people in other lanes. You're in a righteous lane. They're in a ratchet lane. Are you trying to keep up? I feel like preaching today for some strange... You could get pulled over. They're in another lane than you. You're trying to trust God. You're trying to live by faith. You're trying to walk in the spirit. They're doing whatever they're big and bad enough to do. And you're trying to keep up with their traffic flow. And you're getting pulled over. 
you're getting sick. You're not prospering. Your relationships are not working. They chilling. Why isn't your life matching theirs? Because you're in another lane. First of all, don't switch lanes. Okay. Stay with God. We're talking, I don't know if I can do this today. We're talking about the secret place. I'm, I'm trying so hard to move off of the secret place, y'all. They said, we good. It's so challenging to move off from it because any other subject you approach, you got to consider it. For those of you who are here for the first time, and I would like to honor, my mother is in the building, y'all. Nisi Tribute, I love you, mom. This beautiful woman right here, my mother's in the building. I love you. Good to have you this morning. For people who are here for the first time, the secret place, the secret place, the Bible says in Matthew 6, 6, take this with you. Don't pray like the other Pharisees trying to be seen. Don't do good to be seen. Don't do right to be seen. Don't, I'm about to give this, this, this homeless person some water. Turn the camera on. Turn the camera on. You missing their mouth. This, oh. <laughs> Don't try to be seen. The Bible actually says, let another man praise you. And not your own lips. Look at your neighbor and say, let me do it. Let me do it. I got you. I'll tell everybody how great you are. I'll post how much you mean to me. I'll show the world how bad. You don't have to promote yourself. And we live in an age of self-promotion. And I know we call it business. You know, my page is my business. But it's, 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 it's warping our minds to think about us. It's warping, I, I'm, I'm, today, I mean, I'll be going crazy, like, my page, I gotta, I gotta, I ain't posting five days. I gotta let the people know I'm alive. I'm a die, you're gonna die if you don't post. Like, are you all right? Are you okay? Oh, let me let the world know I'm doing good. Hey, <laughs> happy Sunday. I'm good. I'm alive. I'm well. You don't owe the culture Self-promotion. It's a study. They say that how you feel about yourself, people feel about you. So if you see yourself as successful or if you push yourself as I'm the happiest person in the world and I'm the best dressed enough, people will see you like you always dress good. You, you'll shape people's minds based on how you present yourself. So now everybody's trying to present themselves as this huge, big force. When really you're probably a little match. And it's fine. Let your light shine. I don't care if it's. But you're opening yourself up to realms. When you try to put yourself out there, it's not just people noticing you. Yeah, you put yourself on hell's radar. Okay. Yeah, that's why we got to talk about this secret place. Matthew 6, 6 says, don't pray like the Pharisees to be seen. It says, go in your closet, shut the door, and pray to the Father who is in the secret place. Your Father is in 
the secret place. Your father is in the secret place. Your father is in the secret place. Your father is in the secret place. Your father is in your secret place. I don't know if it's the soul. I don't know if it's the heart. I don't know if it's the mind. But it's a secret place where only he can communicate with you. And you can communicate with him without words. Whoa. That's why David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable where? Oh, so he sees the meditation of your heart. Oh, you got to see this. I, I, I've been thinking about this today. It says, uh, there's therefore now, I'm just flowing. There's therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that walk after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. They that walk after the spirit, mind the things of the spirit. If you walk after the flesh, every other moment you think about carnal things. If you walk after the spirit, every other moment you're trying to, Lord, what? So I've been taking inventory of myself because the Lord said this will be a September to remember. I thought Liv would give me a little bit more on that. I said, Liv, God told us last week this will be a September to remember. Is anybody ready to have an unforgettable season in your life? <laughs> this will be a September to remember. If you make it, the September you surrender. We, ain't, we, ain't gonna, we never clap on that part. Just... If you make it, the, sur the September you surrender. So I'm taking inventory of myself. What do I mind? I'm driving thinking about Instagram. I'm driving thinking about clothes. I'm driving thinking about what I'm wearing to the show tomorrow. And not that all oh, that's bad, but I'm like, okay, Lord, my bad. How are you? And you know God's response, I'm good. <laughs> Taste and see, I'm sorry, that the Lord, God is good, y'all. He's always good. But I was like, oh, my goodness, my, my thoughts drift. Where, where do your thoughts drift? Like, do you land on godly things when you're not thinking? Or do you land on fleshly things when you're not thinking? You got to take inventory of that. Nobody knows that but you and the Father. Because he's in. He's in the secret place. The place where nobody knows your thoughts, somebody does. The place where nobody knows your cravings and your desires, somebody does. So check them. This is our homework in September. I'm, I'm glad y'all shouted and rejoiced and ran around the church. <laughs> you got to check that. God told me. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'll tell you that later. I'm sorry. <laughs> so where was I? Where was I? Where was I? I was checking where my thoughts landed. And most of them were carnal and fleshly. And not that I'm an angel and there are wings on my back and I shall always be. Chicken nuggets, thank you. Barbecue sauce. It's not that I need to speak in tongues every second of the day. But how do I never think about God unless I'm at live? Okay. There's something wrong. There's something off balance. 
I was watching videos of my daughters. I, we found these old, old videos of y'all from uh, back in, in Morristown. And our kids went to this Christian school, this classic Christian academy school, and they had these catechisms, you know, how shall a young man please, please cleanse his ways by heeding to the... So Lincoln is like four, five, six years old, like, hi, Kenny, you! Like, it was, I was like, oh, my God. And she wasn't looking at the things. She's like, yeah, I learned a lot in school. The God is... And she was just talking, and Austin came on, and she said, okay. I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to make up a song. <laughs> and God is my healer. And he shed his blood on Calvary for my sins. And I'm grateful. I am grateful. <laughs> she was going in. And I was like, of all the songs she could have made up. His praise shall continually be in their mouths. I'm not saying we're the best parents in the world. I'm saying they were continually exposed to godly things. Their school started with songs of worship and hymns and catechisms and, and scriptures. And then they did like math. Then they went to the hymns and they talked about the poetry of Solomon and then they did science. They were so oversaturated. Their punishment was godly. Go in there and read Psalms. I mean, I don't know. Their constant, consistent exposure shaped their thinking. This is two hours once a week. This is not consistent. Your responsibility is God's consistency. You have to make God consistent in your life because live Sunday and Wednesday is not enough. It's not enough. And God requires more. And let me go further. God deserves more. So... What's your consistent exposure? It's impossible to cleanse your secret place or your mind if your text, Snapchats, playlist. What I don't want to do is I don't want to die soon. I'm not going to kill myself trying to give us this and we're not going to be committed to it outside of church times. You understand what I'm saying? It's like a teacher starting over every day because the kids don't do the homework. Can I ask you a question? Aren't you tired of repeating grades? Aren't you tired of failing tests? Aren't you tired of going through the same storm? Aren't you tired of going through breakup after breakup? Aren't you tired of losing money and losing faith? Aren't you tired of losing hope and losing sleep? It's time to pass. You don't pass a class unless you do the homework. This is not going to be enough for y'all. I don't care how good anybody preach. This is not enough. You have to surround. In this September to surrender, surrender your ratchet music. And I done confessed several times how much I love trap. So y'all know. But I haven't listened to it in two weeks. 
Y'all clapping like I stopped doing drugs. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless you. <laughs> it's not a sin, but it didn't help my thoughts. It didn't help my thoughts, you know, focus on God. I had to go through. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I got to go through a little baby to get baby Jesus. I got to. I can't hear the songs of the Lord because I hear the baby. Come on, y'all. It's hard to hear from God when young thug is in your ears. And I love the, I love, y'all know y'all my homies, but the music does not assist your lifestyle. Okay, here we go. They're going to turn, I need it. That music does not condone your lifestyle unless it does. Is that how you live? Are the lyrics how you live? Because if the lyrics are not how you live, at some point, it's going to be too much. It's going to be too much. Pop it, drop it, squat it. At some point, the culture is so strong, probably every woman or most women Never mind. <laughs> the culture and the music can make you try twerking. I didn't say you posted it, but you probably got out the shower like. Okay, all right. See, y'all acting like, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I, I ain't say you posted it, but you probably hit that first step like, oh, that was a little bounce on that step. Let me. Okay, all right, let me keep. I mean, it's not like I'm about to get, you know, start dancing, but I want to see if I can do it. Because I've been so oversaturated and exposed by it that I got to try it. But nobody wants to try to pray. I don't see no woman dropping it like this. Ladies, if you're going to drop it, drop it like that. Because when you drop it like that, God blesses you. When you drop it like that, he heals you. When you drop it like that, he restores you. Good God Almighty. And, no, don't do it because it's... Well, ask your neighbor, how you dropping it? How you dropping it? I'm dropping to my knees. I'm giving God my full attention. I'm giving him my surrender. Because when I surrender, he lifts me. How are we so moved by the culture that we'll try something that's not us? But we're not moved by the kingdom to try something that might... You understand what I'm saying? You ever roll out the bed and don't even hit the floor with your feet, just hit, boom, just with your knees. This guy in the NFL told me, he said, Ty, yo, I don't, I don't even let my feet touch the ground. He's in the NFL. He said, when I get out of bed, I just, boom, I just dropped to my knees. I started trying to do that. I don't, it's hard, though. Because you got to, like, kind of, you got to, like, not hit the, it's a lot going on with that. 
point is that type of posture, that mindset that he's like, no, I'm not taking a step without acknowledging you. That comes with surrender. In the secret place, God is there. I don't know if this will work. Yeah, he's there. He's there. The Father is there. The Father is speaking his law, his way. We talked about this. That's why the Bible says there's no excuse. Because everyone hears God the Father, saved or not. Whether you pray today or not, whether you prayed all year or not, whether you prayed since you've been alive or not, God is speaking to you in your secret place. And you can think it's not true. First time visitors, this is for you. Live, this is a rehearsal for you yet again. You can think it's, oh, God ain't speaking to me. I ain't say I'm wicked. I'm... He speaks to everything. We said he speaks to animals. How did Noah's Ark get filled? He speaks to bugs. How did the locusts and the flies go to Egypt to send the plague? He speaks to fish. He opened up so Jonah can get. He speaks to trees. He cursed the fig tree. He speaks to all of these elements, but not you. Impossible. Tell your neighbor right there, he's speaking to you too. So we're without excuse. I don't, I never been to church before. No excuse. I never read the Bible before. No excuse. The father... Is speaking to you and when you encounter when you're introduced to your father you're also introduced to yourself for you are his expression so you find your identity in the secret place good God almighty you you, you, you find yourself in the secret place you find your identity because you're his extension you're his expression when my dad when my dad came last year or two for Father's Day, I just hung with him all day, just chilling, you know what I mean? Nothing really, I didn't really ask no crazy questions, but I learned so much about myself. I haven't been in contact with my dad for maybe like 10, 15 years before that. I mean, not close. We ain't hang out. But when, when I got in touch with him and he came and we hung out, I just saw <gasps> so much stuff. That about me, stuff that I didn't like and stuff that I'd appreciated. I thought I was too crazy until he was in my presence and we were both crazy. <laughs> so your insecurity fades when you meet your father in the secret place. Y'all missing what I'm saying. How? You could be crazy to your neighbor, but you're not crazy to your father because he made you like that. Nobody around you can make sense to you, but your father has that same DNA. So the more you get to know God in your secret place, the more secure you are as a person. Ain't that good? Because we're trying so hard, like I said, to fit in everybody else's lane and to dress like them and to swag like them. And maybe you don't talk like that. Maybe you don't got the, you know, the, the what is it called? The slang. Maybe you speak properly. And maybe you feel bad that you speak properly because nobody else in Pine Hill does. But you don't have to try to match the jits in Pine Hill. Y'all, okay. Your father can speak just like you and that'll give you confidence or godfidence. I said godfidence. Can I hear the scream of everybody that got godfidence in the room? 
so the in insecurities fade. The father always draws you to the son. We say that. To, to handle the sin issue. And I know we don't like to know that we have sins, but we have sins. Or he wants to see how you view sins. How do you view my son? Do you accept him or not? Jesus is the, he, he handles the sin issue, and he's also our friend. He's our companion. Jesus is the one that understands how we feel. Yeah, and he's also, I'm moving it quickly, he's our example. He is the way. So God, you can hear the instructions of God, the Father, but then he'll bring Jesus because this, the way, he's the way. He's the way. He's the way. If I say go out to my car and get my books out of there, and then I tell you which way to go, you probably won't have a problem with getting my books, but you don't want to do it that way. So God not only gives you instruction, he gives you how to do it. And Jesus is the way. And then Jesus, when you receive him, he enables the Holy Spirit. I'm taking y'all through a quick journey really quick. The Holy Spirit is the will or the power. It's called the dunamis. That's where we get the word dynamite from. So the Holy Spirit explodes in you and you want to pray. It explodes in you and you want to give him glory. He Anybody ready for an explosion in your life? Let me say it again. Is anybody ready for a Holy Ghost explosion in your life? The Holy Spirit is that dynamite energy or dunamis power to do what God is asking you to do. It is also the mind of Christ. Mm. The mind of Christ. Because the Bible says, let's go to the first scripture. You can turn the lights up. Let me, let me just flow here. Let, let, turn, turn the lights up. It says... Eyes haven't seen, right? This is before that. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Does anybody love God in here? God has great things prepared already for you that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. But God now unveils these, he unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Okay, so eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, but God is showing us, though, by his spirit. Y'all got that so far? Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit. Okay, the inmost heart and deepest mysteries is the secret place. God reveals his secret place by his spirit. So you know what's on God's mind and on his heart when you have the Holy Spirit. Let me keep going because I don't think y'all got what I'm saying. Okay. Who constantly explores all things, the Holy Spirit. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit. Somebody say, I need the Holy Spirit. Y'all say it louder, please, just because I'm, I'm excited. I need the Holy Spirit. It, the mysteries and the secrets of God. What I'm saying is you could be going through a storm and have no idea what God is doing in your life. So you can either be confused or you can get revelation. Why am I going through this? God knows. You don't ever have to be confused. I'm about... God is not the author of confusion. 
You never have to be confused. You just have to have his spirit, which is his mind, which reveals his secret place. I'm going to tell you why that relationship didn't work. I'm going to tell you why you got laid off. I'm going to tell you why. Y'all, see, we would rather Google. We would rather do research than just receive the spirit of God and let him unveil and reveal the secrets and the mysteries of God. Tell your neighbor, God knows what he's doing. Ask him. Next verse. For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things because we have. We have what? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Mind. Your mind. What's up with you? As a man thinketh. Whoa, 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 whoa. As a man thinketh in his heart. Not just in his mind. When it goes to your innermost secret place. When you really believe you're dysfunctional, you are. You can have thoughts all day. Think if, yeah, it's not about thinking up here. It's about thinking in your heart. The thoughts are the battleground. The mind is the battleground. The heart is the resolve. The heart is the place where you actually settle on something and believe it. Okay, you can have thoughts all day, but until it lands on your heart, it's not settled or resolved. Because you confess with your mouth, but believe in your heart. Your heart reveals what you really believe. See, when you're here, hearing the words that I'm speaking, you're thinking. But it doesn't mean it reached your heart. It don't mean that you believe that the Holy Spirit will unveil the mysteries of God. Once it lands in your heart as a resolve, you live based on that. That's why the Bible says, ho, 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 above all, guard your heart. Y'all quiet over here. Let me come over here. Guard your heart. That's the place you live from. Don't let everybody in your heart. Now you got your friends coming out of your life. The words you say is what they say because you let them in. Why don't I hear God coming out of your life? Because God has, he has been left in our thoughts. But he has not found a place of rest in our hearts. I think I love God. But when it hits your heart, you don't have to think. I don't think every day, I love my wife, I love my wife, I love my wife, I love my wife, I love my wife. I, love my wife. I, love my wife. Oh, I, I do. You don't think every day, I love my kids, I love my, unless you want to slap them. And that will determine how hard you slap them. Like, oh, I love you. But you don't think every day. It's in your heart. That's where you live from. So God is trying to change your mind so he can change what comes out of your life. Live. Okay. The only way to surrender, we're talking about the September to surrender, right? This is the September. Thank you. all I love you all so much. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you got to believe who God is showing you you are in the secret place. So in here, God is like, I'm telling you, you're the head and not the tail. 
You're above only and not beneath. You got to believe that in your heart. As a man think of in his heart, so is he. You got to agree with who God calls you in your secret place. He's telling you, you're not that. You're not like them. Why? Okay, you're going to, the, you're still going to go to the party. Okay, you're not, okay, you're not like, no, you don't have to sleep. You don't have to, you're still going to do what everybody does. You're not like that. When you believe who he's telling you you are in your heart, then you can live based on your secret identity. Good God Almighty. Actually, but what's your secret identity? Everybody ain't got to know that you, oh, come on. They, what is your secret identity? Who is God telling you you are? Because if you don't know who you are in that place, you'll let this place define it. And this is one seat. It's 2,000 seats out there. So now she's telling me I'm her son. She's telling me I'm the sister. She's saying I'm the pastor. She's saying I'm the friend. You're saying I'm a stranger. You're saying get out of my face. It's too much. It's too much to try to be who everybody thinks you are. Just be who the one who, oh good God Almighty. He already created you with a purpose. He knows the plans he has for you. You ain't got to figure out who you are. Just believe who he says. And you don't have to see any examples around you. Ah, look at your neighbor and say, I don't know nobody like me. Good God. Ooh, y'all. See, y'all like being cookie cutter. Y'all like being carbon copies. Y'all like being in uniform with the culture. But look at your neighbor and say, ain't nobody like me. I dress different. I walk different. I think different. I talk different. I praise different. I worship different. I run different. I jump different. I scream different. Because God fearfully and wonderfully made me. I'm unique. Oh, never mind. And I don't care how I look to you. I say it all the time. People always say I'm extra. You crazy. You, my man. Everywhere I go, you crazy. He's too much. He's too much energy. Unfollow me. I had a talk with somebody recently, and he said, you know, we're going to go to live. His wife was telling him we're going to live, and he was like, all right, well, I'm kind of laid back, and that guy is kind of like the perfect opposite of laid back. <laughs> well, my wife is laid back. There's a balance. That's number one. And number two, if you can't receive the Spirit of God because of the presentation, you're just like the Pharisees. We expect God to come this way. Well, he coming this way. You either know him or you don't. You either want him or you don't. And I know I'm crazy to you, but my blessings are crazy. My favor is crazy. My mirror, I'm about to go crazy in your face. Because when I go crazy in praise, he goes crazy in blessings. If you want a crazy blessing for 30 seconds, give him crazy, stupid, Wow! Ah! If I tell y'all how we got in this building, you'll say, that's crazy. If I tell y'all how I purchased my last car, you'll say, that's crazy. 
If I tell y'all how our marriage was was restored after adultery, you'll say, if I tell y'all how God moved us to Orlando from Jersey, you'll say, if I told y'all I came here knowing nobody and I tried for years to get on TBN. My mom is my witness. She was my manager for years. Mom, send this tape to TBN. It's a slow song. Send this to TBN. We couldn't get on TBN. And if I told you that now, tomorrow night, I'm doing another taping of my very own show on TBN, you will say that's Oh, but wait, there's more. Tim, they told me the show is doing so good. They tell me the ratings, the ratings are so high. Right now, I got a show every season, once a quarter, right? Winter, spring, summer, fall. They said, oh God. This is for everybody who think I'm crazy, who I, I move too much, I praise too much, I'm too wild, I'm too radical. They said the show is doing so good that beginning in September, we're gonna make it a weekly show. Somebody say that's crazy. God, he won't never, God will never waste your crazy. He'll never waste your radical. When you praise him, y'all, they not, they not. That's why I run across this stage. That's why I jump up and down. I don't want regular blessings. I want crazy, wild, radical, stupid blessings. If you're with me, say it. Every week, every week, every week, you're going to see my face. Every week, they're giving me creative freedom to do whatever kind of shit. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're giving me, cre- no, let me stop talking about myself. He wants to do the same for you. God doesn't love me more than he loves you. I'm just crazy enough to be crazy. I'm just radical enough to be radical. I'm bold enough, y'all. I'm bold enough. I ain't gonna keep talking about myself. I got six more things that I'm gonna hold it, babe. Cause you know, yeah, I'm gonna hold it. I ain't gonna tell them everything. They all right, they all right, that's it. That's it. Nah, I got some more stuff. You're gonna blow your mind. It's gonna blow your mind. It's gonna blow your mind. 
You gotta be crazy enough to be crazy. And I'm not just talking about wild in church and swinging your arms. You gotta be crazy enough to have a crazy surrender. I don't hang out where everybody hang out. I want to sometime. I don't do what everybody does. I want to sometime. But my surrender is crazy. You don't do nothing. You, but my blessings. God will never ignore your surrender. He knows in your secret place what you're giving up. He knows the people hitting you in them DMs that you're ignoring. All right, now y'all gonna talk. He knows who you ignore in your DMs. Or if you don't ignore him, you don't take it. He knows your sacrifice. You ain't gotta send a screenshot. Look, he trying to get with me. I told him no. You ain't gotta say nothing. Cause the one that matters already sees. And he that sees in secret will redeem. He'll reward you openly. Is anybody ready for a reward in here? I said, is anybody ready for a reward in here? He's the God that seeks to reward us. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is not waiting to punish you. He's waiting to reward you. But we're not giving him a sacrifice to honor. We're not giving him a surrender to reward. What if I said the measure of your surrender will determine the measure of your reward? As much as it hurts this way, as much as you'll be happy this way. I'm trying not to tell them everything, babe, but I'm about to say it. I'm not going to do it. Nah, you're in time, in time, in time. I'm going to be like, remember when I told y'all not yet? This is it. So just keep coming. Your head. What if I told you as bad as it may hurt or as bad as you, ah, it might rip from the core of who you are. The level of your surrender. I always say it like this, like a tennis ball or a racquetball, like a blue, the blue racquetball. If you go in a pool and you put it in the water, if you go lower, if you keep putting it down lower and lower, the lower you put that ball in the water, the pressure. <laughs> when you release it, If you have it in shallow, you get a little rise. But if you sacrifice to this degree, go deeper, y'all. Go deeper. Y'all want a huge release with shallow surrender. Go deeper. That's why I said the music, that's really nothing. I mean, nothing from without can defile you. But you'll choose to change. We start choosing to change our thinking based on what we consider con consistently listen to. Go deeper with your surrender. I'm done. Y'all can stand up. Okay, or not. Relax. Okay. <laughs> they was like, man, this seat is comfortable, bro. Your surrender. The Bible says, here's your fight. Here's your fight. Here's your fight. To agree with who God is calling you to be, right? God is calling all of us higher, period. That's the fight right there. You remember Jacob? Jacob had an identity crisis. The angel was wrestling him and he was strong. The angel didn't say, man, where you work out? It wasn't about his strength, it was about his identity. So what is your name? Who are you to fight against God's way? 
Who are you to fight against what I want to do in your life? He said, Jacob, trickster, liar, thief. That's what Jacob means. And the angel said, no more. No more. But that's the fight. Your old way versus your new way. Old thoughts versus your new thoughts. We talked about how the secret place is the holies of holies in the tabernacle of Moses. So you got the outer court, the inner court, holies of holies. Outer court, flesh. Inner court, soul, feelings, emotions. Holies of holies, spirit. Flesh, soul, spirit. And now the Bible says, in all thy ways, acknowledge that seat. But when you out here in the outer court, it's a fight. Come here, I hate to keep using you, Iran. But go, uh, yeah, try, to try to acknowledge God. So you got offended out here. Let me see how God feels about it. Now, come on, come on. Now, you got all this flesh. Help me out, bro, because he's a big guy. <laughs> Stopping them. You got all this fight. Nah, man, we got, you could just Google it. You could just look, look online. Look at the Instagram quotes. You ain't got to take that to God. You ain't got to, you got all of these things fighting you. You finally make it a little further. You finally make it a little further. But your fight, your fight is to go from the outer court to the holies of holies. Your fight is to get out of your feelings and to get out of offense and take it to God. Thank y'all. And once you make it, here and say, God, what, what do you think about what happened to me out there? What do you think about the hurt? What do you think about being manipulated and raped? And what do you think when I was molested? What do you, what do you have to say when I, I messed up out there? What do you have to say? To acknowledge, turn the lights up, thank you. To acknowledge, to acknowledge is to bring all attention to. This is my lovely wife, Pastor Tay, ladies and gentlemen. See, I acknowledged her. I made everyone's focus her. I took all the attention in the outer court and put it on her. When you acknowledge God in all your ways, you make everything look at him. So your flesh... Like, what about him? Your thoughts. What, make it focus on God. And it won't line up. Most of our thoughts will die in his presence like most people did in the holies of holies who weren't righteous. Most of your thoughts will dissipate in his presence. I'm closing, y'all. This is basically a testimonial Sunday. But listen. God wants you this week to surrender offense surrender bitterness and grudge hey, oh, hold on but tired pastor tired whatever y'all call me pastor you don't you don't know what they did i'm trying to yeah that's 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 out of court i, I got you and if it's been years it's now in your soul oh come on now is, is trying to become part of the fiber of your being. 
You're about to be like Naomi. Naomi lost her husband and her two sons. She came back to her hometown, and they said, hey, that's Naomi. She said, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara, because that means bitter. She harnessed offense so long in her soul that she identified herself by pain and not promise. There may be pain in your life, but there's also a promise. What will you live by? I'm not going to tell my full story, but I said it Wednesday. I had a bad business deal with one of the tours that I'm working with, and they did me wrong, y'all. They did me wrong. So I said, I'm going to go to the show, but I'm going to be like this. Now it's time to celebrate all banners raised. I got the victory. No. I ain't giving them nothing because they shouldn't have did me like that. I'm going to be like, son of man. Because they did me wrong. And I'm going to show them you don't do me wrong. I was ready. I was going to talk to the band and the singers like, hey, y'all, I'm not feeling well tonight. So just, just to get back at them. I was offended and bitter. And I felt rightfully so. And in business, I wa it was rightfully so. But not in kingdom. <laughs> See, you could be right in one space, but when you take it to the secret place, I was right in the outer court. I was justified in the inner court, but in the secret place, he said, you gotta change. Cause it ain't about you and them, it's about me and you, Ty. I see how you treat those, love your enemies, do good to them that despitefully use you. I told you that. He told me y'all clear as day, I couldn't sleep two Wednesdays ago. He said, and forgive us our trespassers as we forgive those who do us dirty. God said, you're going to be that offended because they trespass you in this small area, but you trespass me with like huge sins. They did you dirty in like business that you're going to get your money back, but you're doing me dirty in lifestyle. And I forgive you. I forgive you from way bigger things than this. But you're going to take a small thing and respond with big offense. Surrender that! I was like... Mmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give it up. I'm, a, I'm coming out like this. I'm going to kill that stage. They wind up canceling the date because of the hurricane anyway. So I would have been poisoned by my own bitterness with no release. And God told me this too. Let me do this. Everything is a seed. I'm done, y'all. I promise. Everything is a seed. Everything you do is towards good or evil. Everything. He said even the fruit or the results of a thing has seed in it. The Bible says the seed of everything is in itself. 
So even when you man, like let's say you got a seed of lust in you. You're like, oh my God, I just got to get this out. I gotta get so you just sleep with somebody, whew, and you think it's out. Even that fruit got new seed, which is why you can't stop. I'm just take this last hit, you know what I'm saying, drugs or whatever we do. Let me just do this last time because we think we're getting it out. That fruit has new seed in it. You never get it out. You just have to stop planting those seeds. Live. The seed of unforgiveness is stunting your growth and elevation. I don't, I don't like to say I don't care. It does not matter what anyone did to you. Rape. Molestation. Lies. Uh, I don't know how far to go with it. The most heinous things they did on purpose, wicked. I'm not saying call them and have dinner tonight. Please don't. I said, please don't. But between you and this seat, I'm trying to live with no offenders. Bring up any name around me. Oh, y'all don't know who I, who I used to dislike, but certain names people won't even say around me. I had to tell my cousin, it's cool. You can say they name. How they doing? They good? Cool, cool, cool. I'm not calling and texting all as well, but I'm not offended. I'm releasing offense. Surrender your right to be right. Surrender your right to be right. Surrender your right to be right. Number one, you're not hurting them. And number two, they're not stopping you. It's people who, up until two weeks ago, y'all, I had a fit for 15 years. Like, people around me know, don't say that name. I don't play that. Nah, because they, yeah, you know what they, yeah. That's 15 years ago. Nothing in my life has stopped. Look where I am. Look where we are. Like, nothing has, they can't stop you. They can only talk about you. What sense does it make to harness offense? We're talking about surrendering, crazy surrendering, crazy blessings, and go deep so you can have a high. This is it right here. People that offended you, let it go. Release it. Release it. Surrender it. The Bible says casting all, all your cares upon him. All means, all means, if I give God all my cares, how much does that leave me with? I don't care. Whatever happened, cast it on them. This seat can handle it. This seat can't. Surrender today. Now we know sins and I talked about music a little bit. I'm asking y'all to consecrate from ratchetness, <laughs> ratchet things, things that you know are against God. Just because you think you can handle it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. And for those of you who already think, oh, I already surrendered. Oh, be careful. Careful. The Bible says, take heed unless you fall. Oh, surrender, I've done that. Oh, hold on. That's what the rich young ruler said. Oh, I've done all that since birth. Okay, well, sell all you have and give to the poor. God can always go deeper. If you think you already surrendered, that's self-righteousness. 
Surrender. This is the September to surrender. I cannot wait to see what our October, November, and December is going to be. When God releases us from September, imagine how high you will soar. Everybody standing. Thank you. Nobody walking, please. Thank y'all for letting me testify this Sunday. Please tell the first-time visitors that I do preach a word and I do teach on other Sundays. But it's not worth it. He that sees your attitude in secret will reward you with nothing. He that sees how irked you are in secret. He that sees you reserving your right to be right or justify. Don't justify yourselves. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Release. I speak release. Yeah, receive it. I see you. Receive it. Receive it. I speak release. Saba. I see you. Yep. Yep. Receive it. Oh, they did you wrong too. Release. Oh, they messed up that season. Release. Release. Release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. Something. Go to that Matthew scripture, Something's going to break. When Jacob wrestled the angel, he broke his hip. Because if you fall on the stone, he'll break your will. But if the stone falls on you, your life will be destroyed. I'd rather fall on him and be broken in my spirit than him crush me. Either your will or your life will be broken. I'd rather my will be crushed than my finances and my relationships and my health. I'd rather my ways be crushed than my life. Something gonna break. You choose what breaks, your career or your ways, your relationship or your will. Father, we thank you. And today we surrender offense. We bring it from the outer court where it happened, through the inner court where we thought about it, to the holies of holies to seek what you think about it. And Father, give us your mind concerning the offense and the offender. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Holy Spirit, give us your perspective, not just our bitterness and offense, Give us your perspective in the name of Jesus. I rebuke fear because we fear that if we surrender this, we won't be, you know, uh, justified or we won't be avenged. I speak against that fear. Take courage. He loves you and he will avenge you in the name of Jesus. But it's not about getting them back. It's about being in right standings with the seat right here. It's not about whether they get punished. It's about whether you're in right standings with the seat right here in the secret place.
because he rewards you openly when he sees you in secret father we thank you take it to the lord and leave it there take it to the lord and leave it there begin to release it now Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.